It's go time. It's go time. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let me get let me get my shit together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't do this with you. Just don't look at me. <laughs> I'm not looking. I turned. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Hey y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to the Confidently Lost Podcast. I have a very special guest here today. My first guest ever. Ah! It's my best friend, Maddie. Hello, what's up? Okay, so this episode, I know you're going to be interviewing me. Yes, but I, I am. But I want to ask you a few things first. <gasps> no, you didn't tell so, me this part. <laughs> little sneak attack. <laughs> okay, Hit Maddie. Me with it. So we're going to do the classic orientation, name, <gasps> major, hometown, okay. and pronouns. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Maddie Edwards. My pronouns are she and her. I'm an elementary education major um, going into the spring semester of my third year, and I'm from Shirts, Texas. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You know, a couple years of experience in the intro. <laughs> She's a pro. <laughs> okay. Second question. How did you meet me? How did I meet you? <laughs> oh, Kara, you know that that's two stories in one. <laughs> well, Kara, I met you um, raving about who is now my fiance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I met you because uh, I was going up to the Lampasas computer lab to study all in my feelings about my fiance, Andrew, my freshman year. <laughs> And Kara was in there and we had both been too shy to talk to each other, but had yeah. been kind of like having like that friend crush on each other for a while. Like the chemistry no, was there. in the same scholarship group and everything. Yes, always looking at we each other from the corner of our eyes. <laughs> we had the chemistry. We had we the did. pool. We were both just too Attention. shy. But you know, <laughs> me and my feelings broke us out of that one. One lunch and the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's stuck with me. Yep, and now we're doing a podcast together. <laughs> yep, and now you're engaged. Now that's I'm crazy. engaged, yes. That's a story for another day. <laughs> a story for another, that's another <gasps> podcast. That, no, it really is, it really is. Okay, and last question. Mm -hmm. I didn't prepare these, so. <laughs> Let's do your sun, moon, and rising. Oh, I don't know. I know I'm a Taurus stellium. Does like, that include them? Well, it depends. You're going to have to look up my needle chart. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back after a brief pause. We'll be back, back, back after a brief pause. <laughs> okay. Uh, not me not being able to type. <laughs> I would have studied. <laughs> I'm going to just leave this in the episode. <laughs> Uncut. Raw. Uncut. No, stop. That sounds like a Pornhub episode. <laughs> You do, she, you have to do See, it. like, now you're going to have to cut it out. Okay. <laughs> Say I won't. <laughs> Who's going to stop me? Sex positive. And we back. We back. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people what you found out. All right. Hello. Yes, we did find out that I'm a Taurus moon, um, Taurus sun, and Leo rising. Yes, but I am a Taurus stellium. Confirmed. Yeah, she, is, she is. Which is great because I love that sun, word. moon, and Mercury. Something about stellium just speaks to me. It's a nice word. It is a nice word. Very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shall we begin? 
Okay, before we start, <laughs> we'll give a little intro, and then Maddie can explain further. Basically, if you listen to the first episode, I said that we were going to do a 73 questions <laughs> with me. And I said that, you know, I said my friends had sent me questions, and I didn't look at them. Well, update, y'all. Life happened, and I didn't do that. So. You know what? At least you're upfront, authentic. Exactly. <laughs> I'll just tell y'all the truth. I was pre-recording, and I thought this was going to get done. And then finals week so no shame no shame in the game on finals week it'd be like that Mm -hmm. i'm here to give you the raw truth this is confidently lost after all and when i say confidently (laughs) lost baby we meant to speak on it (laughs) so we've improvised which i think is really fun actually Mm -hmm. and we're doing 21 questions for 21 years now and i don't know what the questions are so that's where maddie comes in so that part still real still real Yes, so I'm going to be interviewing Kara today. Um, I did split the questions into like level one questions and level two questions. Level one, um, I wanted to pick stuff that would get you all insightful because I know that like these questions kind of put you in your zone. So they're going to ease you into it. And then level two is going to be a bit of reflecting on the past year. So um, first of all, we're going to start with like some simple questions. They might get a little more complicated. I didn't put them in any specific order. So we'll just see kind of what comes to mind. (laughs) but i feel like you operate best with that i feel like you operate best on like the drop of a drop of a hat yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay so uh just let me know whenever you're ready i'll give you the first question i'm ready all right (laughs) (laughs) okay okay Okay, kara so your first question is pretty simple. Um, I figured this might get you in a good like frame of mind. So I did purposefully put this one first. Okay. And that's just, how do you start your day? Yeah, I knew you'd like this one. <laughs> so I'm a little embarrassed because I used to start my day at like 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I would get up and I'd take a bath and I'd do meditation and yoga and then i go for a walk well that doesn't happen anymore so (laughs) i start my days depends what time depending on the day but i always started dreading getting out of bed because every night before i was probably up doing homework or just up trying to hang out with people to get my little social fix so i wake up every morning tired almost every morning (laughs) and i'm like i really have to poop (laughs) that morning poop (laughs) (laughs) so then i go poop and um from there it's just chaos (laughs) i could i couldn't even tell you some days i cook breakfast some days i don't some days i have like hours to spend at home for a little bit some days i don't it just you know we thrive on chaos right now it's so interesting to see kind of like how that changes for you based off of time of the year, because around exactly. this time every year, that's what your morning routine is like. <laughs> exactly. And then when we get to like winter break or summer break, your mornings are like, I take a bubble bath and then I like bathe in rose petals. Exactly. And, <laughs> and then you're like, and I go outside and do a bit of journaling and take a walk and spend time with nature. So I'd really like to see you get back to that um, <laughs> whenever this break starts. So after this week, challenge yourself, try to get back to that. I will. I will. <laughs> oh, but yeah. All right. Your next question is, what's inspiring you in life right now? I'm going to say the TV shows that I've been watching. 
because I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. TV has been on it, at least from my perspective. I've been watching The Bachelorette. As you should. Which has been very interesting from, like, I guess my ideas of The Bachelor and, like, Bachelorette before, like, Michelle. Because even, like, I remember you reminded me that she, like, left on Mm -hmm. Mad Season and I forgot about that exactly Mm -hmm. and it's like huh somebody who can really like step in and shake shit up exactly like do her own thing and so now watching it I don't feel like I'm watching like a stage show Mm -hmm. like I think some of it obviously still like yeah (laughs) but as far as like Michelle is concerned I feel like she really is authentic and so I like that so that's just one example of good TV right now. But I've been watching Sex Lives of College Girls. Ooh. So good. So good. <laughs> you have to watch it. Gossip Girl, the reboot. <gasps> Me too. I just finished those new episodes. I haven't yet. Ooh. Haven't okay, seen. we'll talk. <laughs> okay. Um, what else? Wow, my mind really just went blank. yeah we're just gonna go with those two right now (laughs) but yeah the tv i've been watching because i feel like i'm seeing more real people Mm -hmm. i guess is just the thing like i feel like watching a show like sex lives of college girls i feel like i see little bits of myself in that show because they're all like really quirky but in their own way they're all on this like weird like finding themselves sexual liberation journey and like everything's not always good but it's mm-hmm. not always bad. And I feel like there's always a lesson in an episode. Just like real life. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I really like that. And then with Gossip Girl, I just like that the reboot is so much more diverse than like the original yes. cast. And I'm like, oh. And very contemporary too. I really exactly. like that. Exactly. They. Mm-hmm. And something about watching that Gossip Girl reboot, just seeing how messy their lives are makes me a little feel a little better about mine and i know that that's like a complicated thing to say but when it comes to fictional tv i will say it exactly their lives make me feel better about mine (laughs) but i like what you said about michelle i just you know obviously shows like the bachelor the bachelorette bachelor in paradise bachelor winter games all of it i know all of it yes they have the winter games (laughs) we'll have to watch it sometime but of course a lot of that's like orchestrated but there is something about michelle that gives like a level of authenticity especially as a black woman and i know that um the treatment of black bachelorettes doesn't have a good history with the franchise and so i feel like this year whether it's to save face or whether it's because they've learned a lesson i feel like they're doing a better job at that and i feel like michelle is a really good face for that Um, not only just because she is a black woman but because of how she presents herself just as a woman in general regardless of like what her skin color is i feel like she holds herself very good she's a very good role model she is she is let's see Um, yes we love michelle it's a michelle thing it's always the michelles for real (laughs) Um, Michelle's like see. the opposite of a Karen. She really, yeah. You got be a Michelle, Michelle. You got a Karen. Pick one. Pick one. <laughs> you can either pick the struggle or you can be a Michelle. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Let's see. So, on to your next question. What makes you feel the most like yourself right now? Well, that's a really good question. Thank I you. think. Got it from the internet. <laughs> I think my little like self-care moments make me feel the most like me because I didn't realize how big of a part of my life like taking care of myself was until I didn't have the time to do it 
Mm-hmm. I haven't given myself a card reading since I moved into. I was just apartment. about to ask you about that. You need one. I know. <laughs> so stuff like that, it's like insane to me. So mm-hmm. once I am back in the spot where I have the time, like on a break, which mm-hmm. I need to figure out how to make this stuff like consistent when I'm not on a break, because what am I going to do when I start adulting? And I don't have winter breaks anymore. Is my yep. life just going to be in shambles 24-7? No, I'm literally. not doing that. <laughs> literally, because it's like you go through the day-to-day, and then when things start piling up, you're like, I miss all those things that used to make me like feel good. Exactly. And they're literally right there at your disposal, but you feel so drained that like you can't even bring yourself to cross the room and grab those cards, you know what yep. I mean? And it, sa- it sounds like something that's so simple and easy to do, but really when you're just drained by like going to work, doing all of the extra activities that you're doing right now and all the projects you're working on right now on top of work and on top of school and then additionally on top of finals week and trying to maintain personal relationships at the same time picking up those cards gets way harder as the day goes on (laughs) um let's see what's the best piece of advice that you've received lately oh okay i know (laughs) <laughs> you know i used to this is a funny story i used to hear questions like this and i just thought that <laughs> so dumb now i thought like my brain was broken because i mean? wouldn't have anything to say but mm-hmm. i realized that i was just young and like i hadn't lived life yet so i just really didn't have experiences to like share stuff but i digress uh, <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> but recently it was back in october i went to one of my professor's office hours it was my women's studies professor as it should be (laughs) and basically i'm just be real real transparent with y'all at that point i was probably at peak stress of the semester just because i realized like i had spread myself too thin Mm -hmm. and so everything was kind of at like a started this started this started this but nothing's done Mm -hmm. and so that was catching up to me so i went to her office because i missed a couple of assignments and i was like well i'm gonna just be honest and be like sis i've been going through so i went and talked to her basically sat in her office for like an hour and a half cried laughed cried it felt like therapy and she's a therapist (laughs) so it it low-key was which was really nice um but I remember I was talking about not really wanting to go home for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And she, like, we talked about Thanksgiving and stuff. Because at that point, I already knew, like, I wasn't going to be home for Thanksgiving. And I was going to be with Jackson and his family. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know what I'm going to do for Christmas. And I don't really want to go home. But I don't have a reason to stay here. And she just looked at me and she was like, you know, it's great that you want to, you know, be ahead of all of this. But just think about today. Just get through today. Mm-hmm. And I think she really <laughs> helped me, like, snap back into it and be more present. And I literally wrote a journal about this, like, two weeks ago, like, for her class. And I was like, thank you, Professor Ross. Aww. But that really helped me, like also get out of like perfectionist tendencies because i think that's really what all of that boiled down to is like for the first time in my life i was actually like not taking care of my shit and so i didn't have all a's at the point i still don't know and i don't care anymore but it was like all of this stuff was like happening that i was like well i don't know how i can get back from this but that helped me realize like it's okay you're gonna have moments where everything's not okay and 
I don't know. It was just a good like way for me to get back on track was be like, just get through today or just figure out what you need for today. So mm-hmm. that was my best piece of advice that I've heard lately, I think, was just to make sure that you're taking care of you now and taking care of things now and not worrying about the future. Because I think I did that a lot in the past. Yeah, I used to have such bad academic anxiety. And um, it really just comes down to like, I reached a breaking point Mm -hmm. where it was like, I need to stop putting so much pressure on myself for this. So the mentality that I took on, and I still do it now, is like, push through until the end of the week. Like, you're just trying to make it until Friday. And then the next week, you're trying to make it until Friday. So you're you're like, okay, it's Tuesday. I got three days left. Mm -hmm. And so you just push through and like, give yourself those little markers. But also, like, don't beat yourself up for taking on so much as part of like your challenges you're not going to know your limits until you test them you know what i mean so you did challenge yourself and you did give yourself like all those cool projects and even though it did catch up to you and it did kind of like reach that limit then you know where that limit is so you know how to either um divide your time out with that amount of projects and that workload or you know how many projects you should be working on at a time so it's like you're not going to know until you test that out exactly so you were you were just doing it for science (laughs) (laughs) trial and error trial and error which is what this is all about exactly let's see ah this is a good one okay what's heavily played on your music playlist right now (laughs) oh thought that would be a nice break well, according to Spotify Raps 2021, oh. it's Miss Doja Cat. As it should be. Me you know we love one. her. <laughs> no, for real. So probably, yeah, Doja. Or SZA. I listen to a lot of SZA, too. Mm-hmm. And even though she be lying, we leave her alone. <laughs> Stream, I hate you. <laughs> but I kind of like it. I don't know. Why do I like her lying? So it's, it's because it's just about the most random things. So, like, exactly. what harm is it really like, doing? It you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. What's one thing you wish you knew at age 19? You can take this like as deep or surface level as you want, whatever you're like in the mental space for. When I was 19, I'm trying to think about where I was in 19. Oh, that was freshman year of college. Yeah. That was Ooh, a time. <laughs> a lot happened in 19. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wish I knew that covid would become a thing oh because i think there's not much i would have changed Mm -hmm. but i think coming back in like the spring semester especially i probably would have tried to do more like with Mm y'all and just with everyone in general just i mean you can't prepare for being away from everybody that you care about exactly for months like you know but i just wish i would have known so maybe there would have been like more time spent together or i don't know or just even to be prepared for like, okay, y'all, on March 13th, they're going to shut down school. You're going like, to leave for spring break and never come back. <laughs> yeah, just so I'd be like, okay, because I feel like sometimes freshman year feels incomplete to me. Yes. But then at the same time, when we have moments like this, where it's like almost midnight on a It Monday, takes you back, doesn't it? <laughs> and we're in the library, like, it feels like freshman year. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's pros and cons, but I think that's probably what I would have wanted to know yeah especially because like uh you and me and a lot of our friends from the honors college where we were all like some of the first people in our families to go to college if not the first like some of the first so we had a lot of first generation college students a lot of people coming from different backgrounds and a lot of people who have like never moved from home and so we spent all of fall semester freshman year like figuring out 
where we were how we were navigating that <laughs> yeah. and like for some of us our grades suffered for for some of us like we were working on our mental health mm -hmm. some of us it was all things combined and so the spring semester was us either trying to rebound from that or recovering from that and so we were all like wrapped up in our own little worlds and then covid happened and so yeah i th i think i'd have to agree um when it comes to freshman year probably just like having some sort of like oracle <laughs> yeah. tell us that like really cherish those moments because i really wish i would have too yeah because a lot changed mm -hmm. but i think this and not to go on a tangent but go i go on a tangent <laughs> i think that in a way like us being a part of like all this happening and to come come out of it like from the other side and we're all still like like most mm -hmm. of us are all still really close like that yeah. means a lot to me too to see that like we can go through hard things and we can still make it out okay and we're able to have conversations about it and that we can check in on each other like i don't know i feel like it just solidified the bond and what know? makes it even more special is that we had all known each other for less than a year mm -hmm. and it's maintained mm -hmm. i think i have one of my like friendships from high school like my long-term friendships only one of them is still with me mm -hmm. and i knew y'all for less than a year i knew them for about seven and y'all were the ones that stuck so it's it's really special to think about that and how how much things changed and how close we all bonded mm -hmm. even with the distance and even with all the times where like we were going a while without talking because life happened you know what i mean so it's really special to think about that and even now when our lives get busy because of course we're older like we're all living in our own places me and andrew are engaged and planning a wedding and then you're taking on all these projects project's about to start his research junior is just what can't he he's do? just junior he's just junior like he's always he's working like on all american boy exactly always working on mm -hmm. something and so it's like uh but at the end of the day even through all of that we can meet up and act like it's freshman year again exactly. you know what i mean and so that's very special especially if you're thinking about the foundation of our friendship being less than a year and then a year of not exactly. seeing each other and like just to put it into perspective for y'all like they didn't just become but okay okay let me backtrack we're tangenting yeah <laughs> we are but just stick with us so basically from my perspective like my point of view i met maddie and everybody else we'll start hanging out with them in november specifically november 4th it's in my statue <laughs> so i missed out on a, a little bit of time before that i don't remember when y'all started hanging out I'd say maybe like uh, September, like mid to late September. So that's like September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Seven months mm -hmm. that y'all all knew each other. And then like five months yep. that I knew all y'all. So it's crazy to think about. Exactly. You weren't even half half of a year and yet and somehow you became kind of like the center of our group. Like you're kind of like the glue at the because at the end of the day even when like we're all in our own worlds and stuff you're the one that we're all like congregating to and the one that like we want to catch up with and you're the one that's like checking up on people Aww. and i think personally i think we should all do a better job at checking up on you too but um you really do a great job at that and you have since day one which is really cool to think about considering that you and me were so shy and yet that day that you came into that room you just kind of like bloomed you know what i mean and it's you could almost kind of just see that like even if you hadn't realized it yet 
from an outsider perspective, you can see that you had that moment of like, okay, this is my group. Yeah. Period. And you know what's <laughs> funny? I waited, I think, specifically like almost all of October. I didn't really hang out with anybody anymore because I had this group of friends before and drama, whatever. We're not going to get into that. But I remember being in my room around my birthday. Wait, maybe it was like end of September too. But it was around my 19th birthday, which is so funny that we literally just talked about <laughs> what I would tell my 19-year-old self. And I remember I was listening to a lot of podcasts. I was in my... I had good routines back then, too. So, <laughs> Didn't we you all? Know, no, for real. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, I was like, you know what, God? I know you're going to bring me the right people when it's mm -hmm. the right time, so I'm going to be patient. And if you know me, I'm not very patient <laughs> with <laughs> most things. So the fact... And I'm also extrovert very very extra need people around me all the time um so it was really weird for me to have so much time alone mm -hmm. but in that time i feel like i really got to know myself i would go to coffee shops alone i would take myself on study dates here to the library alone i was going to little campus events so like i feel like i gave myself space to grow and learn more about me and then literally when the time was right it was mm -hmm. just like exactly and it just found you and that's when some of the best yeah. things find you is like the second you stop looking you know exactly oh yay <laughs> i always get so like like fluttery when i think about y'all <laughs> let's see uh, moving on what's one thing you've always wanted to try but you've been too scared to do oh my god talk to a boy Oh, <laughs> not be my real answer, but like low key, yes. <laughs> um, boys do give me anxiety sometimes. You're very powerful. I'm sure you give them anxiety too. Yeah, I think both of y'all are just in your head. Yeah. I think that you're better at talking to guys than you think you are. You're very good at it. You are very good at it. I feel like I'm good at it when I don't try, which is the issue. Ah, uh, because when I'm like, I want to go talk to him. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> it's the moments when you're like, I'm gonna go talk to him. Instead of it being a question, it's a statement. Yeah. I think that's when. Oh my god! Like I swore this. Summer. <laughs> yes, y'all. This is a story for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that was a time. I can. That boy right. was playing games too. He was. Shake my Still head. <laughs> he snapchatted me on my birthday. No, he did not. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Uh, no, my real answer is gonna be. Wait. I mean, I guess I kind of done. I've kind of done it now. I've always wanted to do something like creative like this, but I was yeah. always scared to. So that's that. But okay, now that I've done it, let me fix something else. Probably skydive. I really want to go skydiving, but I'm really scared that I would be the bitch whose parachute won't work. I have always wanted <laughs> so, to skydive. Oh. Oh? Andrew's too scared to go with me. Will you please? I think I'd rather go with you. Okay, you gotta give me a second to build up the courage. No, me yes. too. Me too, because I need to be mentally prepared. <laughs> no, me too. We're gonna go to like one of those skydiving tubes where they just like <laughs> put the air up at you and you float yep. up. We're gonna do that first. We gotta get used to not having Practice. control over our body. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. if I just jump out of a plane, I'm a... I'm a face plant against the glass, myself. first of all. No, <laughs> that morning poop. <laughs> but yes. Oh, but yes. <laughs> okay, let's see. <laughs> okay. Um, what's something that you don't want to be doing in 10 years? 
working. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Please, I want to retire uh, early. <laughs> I'm just going to buy Airbnbs and get financial freedom. <laughs> As you should. Oh. I'm just going to hope that um, a million billion people listen to this podcast and I get sponsorships. You heard her. Get to work. Stream confidently <laughs> lost on all your streams. <laughs> Leave me a five star review. <laughs> Not sponsored. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Follow we gotta make Instagram. you a TikTok to promote your podcast. We do. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should start like videoing this. You too. should start marketing yourself. I should. I should. I'm just saying. But that's a, that's for another podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to spend this a whole podcast my, giving you encouraging words. Yes. That's for another podcast. But that's for another podcast. Merch. Oh. Oh, please, with the merch. I really want to. And I want them to be sweatshirts. <gasps> yes. Because I love sweatshirts. Hoodies, crewnecks. I'm here for but it. But that's for another podcast. But that's for another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that's the title of this one. No, <laughs> okay i really like this question um and i'm interested to hear your answer because i feel like i feel like i know what it's going to be but i just know that this one's going to bring some thoughts out of you do you believe in second chances why or why not against my better judgment sometimes yes Um. i think i think it's very situational Mm-hmm. also i've realized i'm not great at giving straight answers but i think that's just because you don't see everything as black and white exactly exactly i think everything in life is situational mm-hmm. pretty much so i do believe in second chances because i have to think about myself in my life and if people never give me second chances where would i be mm-hmm. so i think that's number one is just to think about if people have done this for me i need to do this for other people too but not in oh, this made me think about this like monologue i had in my head this oh morning that's why about, i asked <laughs> about boundaries because this is also this made me think about it just because somebody does something for you does not mean you have to reciprocate that absolutely snaps and i think that for me sometimes i do get in my head about that and i mm-hmm. realize that i put people i didn't realize it because i guess i oh not to take my childhood but <laughs> i guess i kind of always been brought up to think that i was selfish mm-hmm. just because i just wanted to stand my ground i was big on standing up for myself because nobody else would i was really big on being able to make my own choices i never understood why as a kid no one wanted to listen to me i hated that and that that's for another podcast too to talk about adults i don't like adults anyways um, <laughs> who does <laughs> no, for real. so i just i kind of realized this morning i was like wow just because or no no no, hold on backspace backspace <laughs> i realized, okay broderick <laughs> i realized that i put a lot of people's like emotions ahead of mine a lot of times and when i'm making a decision that literally only affects me i still mm-hmm. think about what other people how mm-hmm. they would feel or how this would affect them even if i know it's not going to because back to the whole 90 10 principle that I talked about. <laughs> in the first episode my choices that i make in my life really don't affect other people they only affect me yep. and so if someone decides to be upset at something that i do that's on them not on me mm-hmm. but i think for so long i had it confused and i felt like i needed to tailor my life and like who i am to other people so back on the whole boundary thing that's when i realized that i really have bad boundaries with people (laughs) (laughs) 
And I used to work on that. But back to the question, I think. Um, the question was, do you people deserve or do you believe in second? Yeah. Chances? Okay. So back to second chances. I think a big part in second chances is boundaries, mm-hmm. but not even just boundaries with like other people, but with yourself. Like, how far are you comfortable going? What to you is like, uh, like what's it called? A red flag or like, like where do you draw the line? Could not have said it better myself. So that's what all this rambling to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think boundaries are important mm-hmm. in determining who gets a second chance. Because I think it's not black or white, you know, everything mm-hmm. is situational, like I said before. But I think as long as you know where you draw the line, then, you know, you just go from there. So I think it just depends on who you are and what what's too much for you to handle or when you feel like people have crossed your boundaries, like to the point of no return. And for me, it definitely looks different in every situation. And I feel like sometimes that also brings out the whole like, well, what are people going to think? How's that going to affect them? Because also, if you think about even something, well, this isn't going to be simple. I was going to say even something as simple as friendship breakups, but no, those are not simple. But even if you think about it in terms of like different friendships, Mm -hmm. what, like depending on your relationship with different people, different things or different conflicts may pan out different ways. Uh And so in one situation, you and that person might be able to like make up and you're still cool and you move on from it. But for another person, you might because you might know their personality different you might know the way that they move through the world and so you can tell like no you did this and you know what you did i'm not dealing with you anymore so i guess if you put it in perspective like that then that kind of i guess shows what i mean by situational it just yeah you just got to follow your intuition i completely agree also can i say i'm just so proud of you (laughs) like i'm serious i'm so proud of you because um it's amazing to see like that that growth and that independence and like secure like security with yourself just because i i can definitely relate to putting everybody's needs ahead of your own and then whenever you're making any decision regardless of who was hurt you could be the one done wrong Mm -hmm. and yet the way you respond what you say what you tell people is tailored around how other people are going to view you or how other people are going to react or even how the aggressor is going to react And I think that a lot of that comes from you feeling like your worth comes from the approval of others Mm -hmm. and that the only way you'll be able to maintain relationships is by keeping up that approval and keeping that five star rating, even if it comes at your expense to their gain. And I really like seeing that, you know, now that um, and I had to learn for myself, like when it comes to second chances, do they deserve one? Probably. But do they have to? Do you have to be the one to give it to them? Do they deserve it at your expense? Or are you the one that has to give them the second chance and move, move on acting like everything's fine or trying to build your relationship back up to where it was, depending on what the situation was, because sometimes they can do something really wrong and it hurts you. And does that necessarily mean they're a bad person? No, but were they a bad person to you? Yes. And so do they deserve a second chance in the grand scheme of things? Probably. But do you have to be the one to give it is the real question. So I think that's where it comes with like, it's not always black and white and there's always yeah. like that gray area. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just, I was thinking about that and I was like, I'm so proud of you because I remember you, you breaking your back, just trying to like juggle everybody else's emotions. And then it came at the expense of you. And 
like I can just see that like you're happier now that you're taking care of yourself and advocating for yourself. And I can just say that like watching you these past few months, even like in your wild times and <laughs> even just like in your times when you're sitting alone in your room, like you didn't care what other people would say. Yeah. I remember a couple of stories you told me where people would pull you to the side and be like, there's people watching and you're like, let them watch. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. Like you are 21 do what you want because i promise you when these people are 40 they're either going to look back and be like oh yeah there there goes kiki like you remember you remember this or they're not going to remember exactly and so it's like and if they do remember in a negative light and if they are talking about you in a negative light then i wish them peace exactly. <laughs> especially if they're not like close with you at that point so yeah. it's like do what you want you are 21 do what you exactly. want and i will <laughs> and you will okay Anyways, this is a really good conversation. Um, what's one thing you had to learn the hard way? Up for interpretation. It can be something funny. It can be something serious, whatever. Something I had to learn the hard way. Ooh, how to, how to budget. <laughs> but you're getting there. Um, you're getting I there. I am. I actually recorded a whole episode about this, but I was so like, chaotic that day i don't know if i'll be able to upload it <laughs> i don't i started talking about finance and ended up i don't know where so <laughs> but yeah i think whew, i had to learn how to but not had to learn i'm still learning <laughs> the hard way though because times is tough times is tough i am a brown college student trying to make it in this world college jobs part-time jobs are not cutting it mm-hmm I'm ready to be on salary, but like not with the workload that comes with the salary. You know what I mean? At least you're not an RA. We know what they get paid. Poor things. 50. They deserve so much better. They do. They need to unionize. They do. <laughs> oh, they're trying. I saw a poster in the bathroom in Old Main. Really? Yeah. But that's for another podcast. But, that's <laughs> but seriously, that's really good. I hope yeah. that that works out. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone would like to be my sugar daddy, you can email me at <laughs> brown rice hoe because <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> oh no no me snorting on the podcast but that's for another podcast, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay okay this is your last level one question and then we're getting oh into my some, God. Of the, okay, okay. some of the good ones um what do you turn to when you're sad so like whenever you're whenever you're down or um, I guess not even sad, but just like maybe anxious or overwhelmed. What do you turn to to kind of help you decompress? I think those are the moments when I stay in my bed. Because mm -hmm. I, I used to... It's a comfy bed. It is. <laughs> it is. I used to like not really sleep a lot or... I don't know. I just wasn't like the type of person that was like, oh my God, I need to take a nap. I'm going to eight hours of sleep like that was not me as a kid <laughs> like even when i was supposed to sleep a lot i just did it i had a lot of energy and i still do now but so i think whenever i get anxious or i'm like sad i like to stay in my bed and just be like cozy and i'll move like the roku from the living room into my room and like close mm -hmm. my blinds like i love to be in darkness not even in the like like not in the brooding way but just because it feels really cozy exactly that's one thing i realized about me i love like i have a love hate relationship with like winter and it being like really cloudy and stuff because there are moments where i'm like wow i miss the sun but then also there's something so like comforting about like 
the dreariness. Exactly. Know, it's just so nice. With like a cup of coffee. And when it's raining. Yes. So yeah, I like to, I, ba- I basically like to turn my room into a cave. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> it's okay. Floor. I've been burping a lot this episode too. <laughs> I was like, I hope the mic isn't picking this up. It probably. Oh no, because I was sitting here, I was like, <laughs> it's like those inward burps. But that's for another podcast. But that's for another podcast. <laughs> oh my god that I is both snorting and getting nervous burps <laughs> i love this rose mm-hmm. um but yes i like to turn my room into a cave i like to on those days i do like to order food because i probably don't want to mm-hmm. cook if i do cook i'll make something like pasta pasta is my comfort food like Me a good too. alfredo yes you can never go wrong with a good alfredo i'm just saying um, yeah. that sounds really good right now actually no seriously i'm like Domino's still open. <laughs> Domino's Alfredo was good. It really is. Have you had like their chocolate lava cake thing? No. Oh, let me tell this. you. <laughs> but that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kara, oh it's God. that time. Are you ready? Is it level two? We, yes, it's level two ah. time. So this is going to be like a lot of self-reflecting. So reflecting on the past year and then also like maybe trying to dig into that and unpack it and see like, okay, so why did this occur? Or what can I do to make sure that I'm doing these things? Or what can I do to make sure I'm not doing these things? So um, you can take them like whatever you're in the space for answer accordingly. Um, Don't be afraid to get real, but also don't be afraid to stick to the surface if that's like where you're at right now, because it is it is midnight and <laughs> it is who knows and i'm not saying that out. for me i'm saying that for you is like if you if you just don't want to go to bed and you know that this is going to bring up some feelings for you and that's for another podcast no that's perfectly real. fine but also if you just kind of have an epiphany or a moment that you just really you really feel like unpacking it please do because i'm here and then our listeners like are of course here person to have for this right now <laughs> all right so my first question and i think that this is really good to apply to like um how you really feel about all the projects you took on this year because you did take a lot on between Mm -hmm. tedx and then your stuff with dean galloway um new student orientation your podcast just a lot of this stuff kind of accumulating in different projects in different areas and really fostering your passions and creativity but also like at what cost you know what i mean and so even though you took on all these projects, do you feel like you really nurtured your passions this year? Like truthfully nurtured your passions? If yes, how? If not, why not? And what can you do differently uh, this next year? So I'm going to say yes, actually, because as soon as you said that, it gave me a flashback to the week that I moved into the apartment that we have now. Um, and I did get to work with Dean Galloway on, like, uh, basically the dean of our honors college, which is still crazy to think about, called me and was like, hey, Michelle told me that you're a photographer. Can you help take pictures of my event? And I was Ooh. like, what? <laughs> I was like, me? Because, y'all, I've been saying I'm a photographer since I was in high school and was just taking pictures on an iPod. As you should, though. <laughs> but Everybody got to so, start somewhere. <laughs> so when she called me and was asking me this, I was nervous as hell because I was like, wait, I don't have a camera. I never actually trained for this. I don't know, like, how to actually change all the settings correctly. And I just got really scared. Mm-hmm. But I think that was also like a moment where i got to prove to myself what i was capable of because once i finished 
and or even like in the moment as soon as she handed me the camera to use i was like wow i feel at home right now like i don't <laughs> know it was just so fun because it's what i've always wanted to do because we basically came up with the title of me being the creative director for that program that she Ooh. runs and well hold that ooh. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> he said but i digress that's <laughs> friend of the podcast mm-hmm. um but we came up with me being the creative director because while i was handling like all of the like photography videography part of it i was also just kind of helping them like bring their vision to life in a way like mm-hmm. if they didn't know like they had all these ideas and stuff and they still do but they were like we they kind of basically just needed someone to help them like execute it so that was fun too because i felt like a storyteller too and like helping someone else tell their story and so i'm really proud of the work that i did with that um and that was really fun and i really felt like i was in my element like even down to the outfit i wore that day i just felt like wow this <laughs> is where I, this is where i need to be <laughs> exactly and i met this guy that was really cool there and i mean i don't know if we're technically friends he's old but like like i feel like i made a friend exactly a friend's a friend exactly a nice black man who i got to relate with so that was nice too (laughs) um but yeah i feel like between that between this podcast i feel like when i lived in my old apartment too i i don't know why i felt so creative there i guess because everything was still kind of all online so i had so much time to just like be with myself and my thoughts because low-key hot take i miss quarantine I miss it a little bit. Sometimes too, lie. and I feel bad admitting it because of what that quarantine means and yeah. what that also meant for so many people. And while yeah. our experience was like, we wish we could go back. They don't. A lot of people so. wish they could go back and have their loved ones. So sometimes yeah. I, I feel weird saying that, but it is true. Not like the quarantine for the pandemic, but just that quarantine time. in general. Yeah. I just miss like, I don't know. I felt like nothing else was in the was in the way of like my life for a moment. Yeah. Even though like it was for a very very bad reason, but I don't know. So, I guess what that made me realize too is that when I have enough time that's just dedicated to me and not even for like not me saying like I'm going to spend this much time doing this or this much time doing that, but just when I have like which I guess boils down to one of my main like values in life is freedom. But when I have when I feel like I have enough time and enough freedom in my life that's when I'm at my peak and so I feel like then when everything was online and I did really get to make my schedule and stuff I also felt really like creative Mm -hmm. then and there wasn't even anything specific I was doing but I don't know so yeah I feel like I did follow my passions I feel like it got to be pretty creative this year and I think when I realized that like kind of coming to a little bit of a pause was when school picked up yeah and i realized that too that even though i like school i love learning sometimes it's just like the structure of the education system especially like higher ed it's just a lot it's just too much let me tell you what because as an education major learning about this system and what it means not only for the students but for the educators Mm -hmm. it's so disheartening and that's for another podcast Mm -hmm. but like i'm telling you like we aren't even scratching the surface of how complicated this stuff gets and how much we 
are kept from saying like the duct tape over our mouths mm-hmm. um and a lot of that comes down unfortunately to politics and church and state and how we say it's separated but it's it's really not mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things so it's like um that's a whole other conversation and probably a really good one um to have maybe between like yeah. an educator or a future educator and somebody who's going through the education system you know what i mean yeah. um but i will say i completely agree with you because as somebody who's literally learning about this stuff right now mm-hmm. and learning what i can and can't say and what i can and can't do um even learning how i can and cannot defend myself verbally or physically um as an educator is insane yeah. <laughs> um but it's i really think, think about yeah it really is um but i'm so glad to hear that because i know that it would have been very frustrating for you to take on all of those projects and like go through the whole turmoil about it and then like the good moments and then the complicated moments and then feel like you didn't really like meet your passions or be able to nurture them or work on them um at all throughout the year so that's really good that like it was worth it and that you really did get to like hone your skills in areas um all right oh kara how much did you laugh this past year um can you laugh more this next year how and what are you gonna do to make sure that you are able to laugh more i think i laughed a lot this year (laughs) yeah we laughed a lot in this podcast yes (laughs) i think i laugh a lot all the time and have since i was a kid y'all i've been goofy i will stay goofy <laughs> i'm gonna die goofy so you be yes. laughing in your coffin <laughs> you be like i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> me at the funeral y'all can see a little what was that i'm just laughing <laughs> but yeah i think and i think i could definitely laugh more i mean i think there's always room for like better days so i'm excited in the next year wait what was the last part of the question what are you gonna do to make sure that you're able to laugh more I'm going to keep watching funny shows. As you should. I'm going to keep talking to all of y'all because y'all always <laughs> make me laugh. Um, I think we all need to get together more because I think those moments make me laugh yes. a lot. And not like we don't even have to try to do it. We anything. need to do dinners, it's like just, family dinners where we, we all come do, and cook. We do. Mm-hmm. And me, Junior, and Broderick realize how much we love chilies. So no, me and Andrew get that. Like anytime okay. we have a little extra money, we get chilies. So I think we should start going to chilies. <laughs> yes, that would be so cute. When it's in the budget. When it's in the budget. Because uh huh, budgeting, budgeting. 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 But that's for another See, podcast. That's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh, okay. So what habits, if any? held you back from achieving what you wanted this year. So that can be like getting defensive, speaking too quickly, putting yourself down, not believing in yourself or not taking like that extra push. So um, let's see. Yeah, what habits held you back from achieving what you wanted to this year and how can you kind of mediate that for next year? Okay, I'm gonna say number one was procrastination. Oh, I felt that. Um, (laughs) You know, I've had a lot of different talks with different, well, I think they were all honors students. Uh, and me and Broderick kind of realize the difference between like honor students procrastinating because we know that pretty much whatever we kind of do or produce, especially for me at least when it comes to writing essays last minute, yeah, I know that I can write Working an essay best under pressure exactly. So it's like we know when we have the pressure 
that we're going to get it done and it's going to still be a good job. Mm -hmm. But also it's kind of knowing that we, at least sometimes we can do the bare minimum and still get like the grade that we wanted. Yeah. Or at least a good enough Which grade. Which is a blessing. Like, it is a blessing, but it's also a curse. It is. Because then it's like, why would I try harder? And you're putting what? that stress on yourself last minute too. Exactly. So definitely procrastination. But I feel like, oh, what I was going to say, like the difference between honors kids and like the regular students that I've talked to is that because they like because things don't always come as easy to them they work a lot harder mm -hmm. to get the a or to get the b and so i feel like that work ethic they exactly they have the work ethic and i feel like they're also actually really learning yeah more. and sometimes i feel i don't feel like i'm not learning but i feel like i guess my depth of mm -hmm. what i'm supposed to be learning isn't always there or even like my how invested i am in the content i completely because agree. i'm not like focused on it until the last <laughs> minute <laughs> and yeah it's crazy because um as an honors student like even our honors courses like they're not very challenging mm -hmm. they just have that project and so when it comes to our classes and stuff and knowing that we can pump something out last minute whether we've been studying the material or not just because we have a way with words or because we're able to just throw something together how much are we actually paying attention in class? Exactly. And so I know that I don't retain much information from my courses, but I still make the A's because I know what they're looking for when assignments mm -hmm. do come out. So it's like, I completely agree that students that may not be classified honors or classified advanced or gifted, um, I do have to agree that a lot of the time they do have the stronger worth at work ethic because yeah. they do have to work harder to get the grade and i feel like they do have more grit and i think that if it came down to a professor sitting me down in a room next to one of them down in a room during like office hours or something and they asked us questions about the course i can guarantee that the other student would have more information than me and that's very interesting because then who should be classified as advanced who should be classified as gifted just saying mm -hmm. just saying mm -hmm. but that's for another podcast <laughs> but that's for another podcast <laughs> anyways that would be a really good podcast too i know but that's one that we'll have to get broderick in for yeah yes that's one Definitely. we'll have to get broderick in for any talk on like imposter syndrome or um what that difference is and the honors experience or i think a really good conversation would be setting us all down and talking about um being classified gifted from a young age and how that impacts you when the you're pressure older it puts on you too. yeah and so like and that fosters that imposter syndrome mm -hmm. and the feelings of inadequacy when you're not excelling in certain areas because like mm -hmm. everybody else you have to learn to hone those skills and so when that finally happens and it catches up to you you feel like you're inadequate when you're really not you're human you know yeah. what i mean so it's crazy but yeah, we'll have to get Broderick in for I that feel one. Like we also get burnt out earlier. Yes. So I feel like I, ah. I was done with school when I graduated high school. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget. I was at orientation the next week, and I literally felt like my body, like, well, it felt like me and, like, my mind were moving, like, seconds behind my body. Mm -hmm. And it was the weirdest feeling ever. And I feel like that was just due to a lot of stress and, like, trying yeah. so hard. Because my mom told me ever since my sister got, like, the Terry, I think I was in fifth grade. And my mom was like, you better work hard. Get your good grades so you can go to college. Yep. Almost so as you if, can get like, the Terry. if I wasn't going to get the full ride scholarship, that I wasn't going to go to college. Yep. So that was also like, oh, shit, I got to really try. 
And exactly. so all of those years of doing the extracurriculars, studying, like, yes. the, oh my God, all of that for so long. Once I was done, I guess it all just like, it was like, girl, stop. And it's crazy stop. because as far as like your academics and stuff goes, like you, you work so hard to finish just to be pumped into orientation to continue another four plus years mm -hmm. and so it's like academically it you're burnt out but then you think back on it and people like us who grew up low income and who depended on that scholarship to even be able to get a degree it's like mm -hmm. you spend all of your high school career with that as your sole focus like me personally i didn't date i had four close friends and i didn't stray outside of that circle i didn't go out a lot i didn't i never went to uh i think i went to one party uh, my senior year and it was right at the end i never had like a boyfriend until right at the end right before i literally a month before graduation and there's so much i wish i would have done and so many more risks i yeah. wish i would have taken that i didn't because i was so focused on keeping up that that gifted standard mm -hmm. and making sure that i got that full ride and i i still say it now i can still i still say it now is um whenever my family or my grandparents would ask me like why don't i have a boyfriend like who who do i have a crush on and i'd tell them nobody and they'd be all uh like oh blah 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 blah, blah about it <laughs> i'd tell them that a boy's not going to pay my college tuition <laughs> <Period>. <laughs> a guy's not going to pay my college tuition but my brain will you know mm -hmm. what i mean and so it's like but still it shouldn't be like that you know what I mean? So it's like, it's so no strange. 16, 17 year olds should be so focused on like, gotta get this A to get it in college. Yes. That's crazy. I remember telling my third grade teacher in elementary school that I was going to be her favorite student so that I could get a, a full ride scholarship when I was older. Yeah. It's my mom's grade. favorite story to tell people because oh. it made me seem so smart. But no, that's sad when you think yeah. about it. Because even from that young age, I understood that that was the only way I was going to school. So it's it's crazy, but yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that's something yeah. we'll have to talk about because that episode, it's a whole conversation. That episode will be titled EFC Zero. Yeah, EFC Zero. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> High five. I hope the cameras, not the cameras. I hope the mics got that. Yes, the cameras got it too. Cut the cameras, dead ass. <laughs> okay. Um, so Kara, is there anything in your life that you want to change right now? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I need my routine back. <laughs> I need my morning routine. I realize that my morning routine is literally the foundation of like the, a good period in my life mm -hmm. and like good days because I, ooh, I don't know if you heard that, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she hit y'all. <laughs> I, I smacked you. You was too close. But I feel like I'm definitely, I am a morning person, whether I like to admit it or not. It's just whether I get to sleep the night before and whether I have good habits when I wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. So for me also, I need my morning to be like two, three hours long mm -hmm. because it takes me like that amount of time to wake up and feel like I'm ready to go like yeah. chase after the day. So when I was getting up at 5 a.m., it wasn't like. Your day was so much longer. Mm -hmm. yeah and like i didn't do that just to be like i get up at 5 a.m i really just needed that amount of time because i'm good i'm perfectly fine with starting my day at 8 a.m like i'd be fine having an 8 a.m class but it's everything that goes into like preparing me for that exactly and trying to add that into like the rest of the college schedule Can and be a fomo lot. babe fomo <sighs> you gotta be able to mediate the fomo yeah. because the first step to getting to bed on time 
is being able to say goodnight mm-hmm. and being able to say no even when you really really want to say yes i actually feel like i'm really good at like managing fomo yeah because well i it might just be like how i view my life anyways mm-hmm. because i feel like even when something i realize even when something's not a big deal and i think it's like the best thing in the world that happened so like i have little moments like that anyway so i'm not like i need to go out with them <laughs> i mm-mm. that's I really that. good though especially living with two of your best friends yeah it's it would be so hard to say good night you know what i mean yeah. and like leave when you know they're still up watching tv so that's actually really good <laughs> that you you're able to manage that, that. do you remember that one game night we had in our apartment and i was late on the floor and i was like y'all i'm gonna go to bed yep <laughs> like, something that I, no i tap out all the time too now i just can't do it i can't do it Sometimes I just be sitting there and I'm like, my eyes are literally like, exactly. Shutting. It's not even, a, it's not even I, about if I want to stay anymore. I just I gotta can't. go. Like I physically exactly. cannot. <laughs> so I feel like that luckily isn't as big of a deal. Like sometimes obviously it is. Cause I'm like, wow, I really want to go. We're too old for our age. <laughs> for, uh, we're, we're mature ladies. We're mature ladies. Get us. Know. <laughs> no stop (laughs) no you really are oh i'm i yeah you saw my apartment it looks like we got three kids in there (laughs) so cute though Mm -hmm. all right let's see yeah but my my domestication is for another podcast (laughs) Um, that's for another podcast okay let's see this one's cute what are your most memorable moments of the last year and how can you create more of them Oh, okay. The first thing that popped up is... (laughs) I will never forget this day. I guess just because I love astrology, so I can keep up with stuff like that. It was the first day of Aries season. Me and Junior. Y'all don't know Junior yet, but he's my roommate and also one of my best friends. You'll love him. You will. We went... Yes, yes. A fan favorite. We went to Austin, and that's the day we got our tattoos. We got Wait, and y'all took all those cute pictures? Yeah, we had a photo shoot yes. first, then we got lunch, and then we got tattoos. Aww. And that, that's like, I love moments like that. Number one, because I love Austin. <laughs> but <laughs> two, because it was like, like, I don't know. Like, there, it's not like anything super special or super, super extravagant happened. It's a memory exactly and like i just remember on our way there and it was like one of the first things that like or like one of the first times that i got to go out Mm -hmm. because you know at that point i was like more comfortable going places and stuff so that was really fun because i remember on the way there it was like nice spring weather too oh perfect i I call that goldilocks weather (laughs) i think we had the windows down maybe and we were listening i made us a playlist it was called airy season we stopped at walmart first we got some snacks for the road and we got cash out to pay for our tattoos (laughs) and like we were just there vibing and it was so nice so i remember that day uh, i guess on the same like on the same vibe me and parker had an austin day oh yes and And i know she probably not a vegan burrito of course she would and that was you my first time. Here. I do. That was my first time seeing her since I moved back. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never forget the first day. Within the first, like, wait, no, maybe not. It was the second day I moved in when I came back in January. And you and Andrew came to visit me. You know we had to. 
<laughs> and I just remember I thought I was gonna like break down and cry when I saw you, but then I just couldn't because then I was just like, ah! exactly, so just I way just too chaos. excited. I had my tears on the way over. <laughs> I had my tears on the way to me. We like, were gonna oh ambush God. you, remember? But you were like, give me a day. Yeah, I, was like, oh, I can't. I can't. But that was so fun because we literally just sat on my bed. I don't think I had my projector yet, so we were just sitting there vibing. Yes. And that was just so nice because y'all were the first people that I saw, like, coming back. <laughs> and that felt really sweet. And then you coming to the duplex and all of us just yes! sitting around. <laughs> like that. Oh, my God. See, it's just moments like that. Like, it's literally just all about who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't even matter what we're doing. Yeah. But we always have a good time. And so I think moments like that um even just like random moments with broderick i can't even like i can't even tell you one specifically no literally exactly but i don't know it's just little moments like that with the people i care about i guess that's what makes that's what makes life worth living of course and not to spill junior's business or anything but when i saw those pictures of y'all just like out on the town I can't tell you how much of a serotonin boost I had because I specifically remember me and Junior had gone um, to, uh, we used my aunt and uncle's house for like a little party. I say that with, I say that very lightly just because it wasn't necessarily that. Like we were drinking, but it was just like our close circle, maybe yeah, like 11, 12 people tops. one night with us. Exactly. Well, I wasn't there. I remember me at the end of the night. No, <laughs> No, you were there. You were there. You just didn't know it. Because at the end of the night, um, I remember me and Junior had been in my little cousin's room. They weren't there. But we were sitting on their bunk beds sobbing. And we were talking about how much we missed you. And like comparing you to like an angel, right? And I, I say that very literally because we were literally sitting there talking about what an impact that you had and you don't even realize it and how we had never met anybody like you. And, you know, in all that time, because you were, you were going through personal stuff at that time and not to like delve into that, but, um, that's for another podcast. That's for another, that is for another podcast y'all. But like, that's when you had to take that time for yourself and we had to take the step back. And no matter how much we wanted to surround you with that, like, that's not what you needed. And so that I remember that night we were processing through it and he hadn't shown how much it was affecting him. I knew that it was, but he hadn't shown it. And that was the night where it, I think it reached the, the brink and we were both sitting there just talking about you and I could just hear how much he missed you and not to delve into your business junior, but I'm just saying like he, his connection to you and his bond to you is something just so intimate and special and it's something that like you and me can't even touch in a way you know what i mean and so seeing him finally get that moment after so long of like just yeah. itching to to reach you um i know that that meant way more to him than like i can probably even describe i'm sure he can but whenever yeah. i think about it like it almost makes me tear up just because Aww. i know how much y'all needed each other you know what i mean yeah. and so when y'all finally had that and i know that when it came to like getting you back out of your shell and getting you uh secure in yourself again and building that confidence back up he is the perfect person for it he got yeah. you out he got you a tattoo he got you in a cute yeah. outfit he had you about on the town not caring about who was looking at you mm-hmm. who thought what had y'all doing poses everything getting food and so i know that that was just like the perfect welcome back that anybody out of all of us could have given you like he was just the perfect person for it and i didn't even realize until y'all had done it 
how perfect he was for that moment. So like another tangent, but it just makes me so happy to think about. Hi, Alkek. They're warning us to leave. Is it gonna ding again? <laughs> Yo, I'm not editing this out. <laughs> no. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> Junior's like saved by the bell. <laughs> no, for real. The time is now twelve thirty. So time check. It is twelve thirty a.m. We have been recording for one hour and three minutes. I was just telling you today. I can't <laughs> wait until you reach your first one hour episode. Here and now look go. at us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe seventy three questions would not have worked no, out. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. What life lessons did you learn this year? Life lessons let's see i think the first lesson i learned is that for me i really do well actually no i feel like everybody does i really need my own like space yeah that i can curate whatever vibe i need in the moment so i think that was my first lesson because growing up like oh my <laughs> god why are you burping <laughs> we're not doing this i'm so sorry i did that's for another podcast that's for another podcast so i think i learned how important my space and like my freedom was for me that was number one um another one obviously was about setting boundaries i like i always knew how important boundaries were but it's just not something i practice mm -hmm. or not something that i let myself do so that was a really important lesson big lesson to learn over this past summer yeah um i think what else did i learn um i learned that even though a lot of opportunities might come your way. You don't have to take them all. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if you don't have the time for it. Don't do it. Because I think um, that things will always come full circle. And even if you had to pass on something, something better will happen. Or mm -hmm. come like down later down the line. And then, let me think one more. Um, that hot take... You can live with your best friends, and it can be fun. Yes, I think you can. a lot of Thank people you. acted like, no, don't live with your friends. It'll ruin the relationship, which maybe for some people it would. But we're I different. I can see it. But Our we are family. different. We're, exactly. I'm like, y'all stuck with me. Mm -hmm. We're not going nowhere. I feel like so many people say that, and I think nobody can be a better judge of that than you because i know personally like talking to y'all and like who y'all wanted to live with even since freshman year when we had no idea that yeah. all that stuff was going to happen we would always talk about oh yeah i like them but like do i want to live with them and mm -hmm. it didn't matter how much we liked them you could like somebody a lot and know that you're not good to live with each other yeah. you know what i mean and so i feel like the only person that can really judge that is you and i hate when people say that mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly exactly Ooh. so yeah I think that if y'all can live with your besties, reevaluate your relationship. Still different. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all can't all be like us. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's see. 
So if you were your own closest friend, what wish would you have for yourself this upcoming year? So if you were me, not not saying I'm the closest, but I'm a close one. Okay. <laughs> so if you were me and like you, I was trying to um, say something that I wished for you next year, what would that be? Not to be cliche. <laughs> be cliche. Talk about boys again. <laughs> Please do. But I would wish myself. How would I phrase this? Ooh, no, that was about to sound bad. I would wish <laughs> myself because I was gonna say a romantic roller coaster, but that sounds bad. I would wish myself. I'm just gonna say good experiences with dating and Ooh. romance and love. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I do wish that for you too. We can Thank go on double you. dates. Yeah, that's really <laughs> we can have a date podcast. to my wedding. <laughs> Stop! That would be so. No, bad. I can't. I really can't wait to like actually watch you fall in love. I think that's going to be beautiful. Just because you like when you love somebody, like when you mate, you mate for life. So I'm very interested to see kind of like how that manifests in a relationship. But also, you have a very um, open and accepting perspective of what a relationship can be and what it is to you like mm -hmm. you don't go by conventional standards or society standards of what a typical relationship should look like or it's wrong like you're very open-minded and so i'm interested to see like how that manifests itself because i think your relationship can blossom in so many different beautiful ways and be yeah. unique to you and i don't know i think i think that it's going to be very very special like in in every single possible good way I think it's going to be a really cool thing to watch um, as somebody close to you and somebody who kind of gets to see all of that blossom. Yes, I'm ready for it. I'm, I've been sitting back. Yep. Ah! Oh, that was you. I thought that was Andrew behind me. What? Were you, can you like see the reflection in this? <laughs> no, because I, I expected them standing there, but I forgot you locked the door. And so when you got really close and deepened your voice and said, yup, it only went in my right ear. So I thought that he was fine. Oh, my. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, <laughs> back to what I... But that's for another podcast. <laughs> but that's for another podcast. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> I think that, like, watching you fall in love and you finding, like, the right guy for you and him finding you, because I think that for him to be the right person for you, you're going to be the best judge of that. But I think he'd also have to have that open mind and, like, that yeah. understanding and... um. I don't know, just the grace to to really sit down and communicate and see, like, where y'all are at. Because I also know that one thing that you value in any relationship you have, whether it's personal or romantic or um, friendship, family, is that you love communication. And you love just checking up on people yeah. saying, not only where are you at right now, but where are we at right now? And so I think that the right person for you is going to be so open to that and willing to share those feelings. And even if they're not at first... I think you're the perfect person to bring that out of them. Yeah. So I think that, I think it's going to be great. I think, honestly, Carrie, you're going to be great character development for somebody. And I hope oh that's God. not in the negative way. No, no. Like, I, I don't mean in the negative way where, like, you're their character development yeah. and they leave. I mean, like, you're their character development and they stay. Yeah. And they just learn so many valuable lessons from you. I think that's going to be really cool. But I hope that you're able to learn some from them, too. Like, uh, a give and receive type yeah. thing. Let's see. 
So we have our third to last question oh since God, Broderick and Andrew close. are sitting outside waiting for us. <laughs> They're not allowed in the studio right now. It's girls only. <laughs> Kara did lock the door, even I though did. I jumped thinking Andrew was behind <laughs> me. Um, all right, Kara. So what is the biggest risk that you took this year? And are you glad that you did it? Biggest risk? Um, I think... I'm going to say two things. So the first thing was choosing the apartment that I'm in right now because mm. <laughs> there was some reviews <laughs> that, well, to be transparent, I know about the reviews until after it's on the lease. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> that, that's y'all me. Y'all caught me sipping. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but also because it's like $200 more than my last apartment. So if it was like the first of the month and I had to like scrape together a little money, it was okay because my rent was really cheap. But moving here, I'm like, oh, <laughs> so no, I really do have to budget. But at the same time, it set me up to be like, I can walk to campus, which is nice because I don't drive. I don't have a car. Mm. So I don't have to worry about that. Also, I'm close to like the grocery stores. And it's so I'm cute. Close to too. like it is <laughs> i'm close to the square so i can walk to the bars i don't have to get ubers anymore yes, which is you nice. do. it's very safe it is safe um and then it's also because i really do like the building like i've come to love it i really like the people that work there and most of the people that i've talked to that live there are really nice too and it's just really pretty and it feels like the first place that i've been in that i've been able to make a home Mm-hmm. which is really nice and also to live with two of my best friends obviously makes it fun too so that was one risk because i knew that it was gonna take some self-discipline to maintain but we still here so <laughs> second risk was starting this podcast because like i told yes. you earlier i was so scared even like you playing it out loud i was like oh no this is embarrassing <laughs> but, but you have to rip that band-aid off exactly <laughs> but then like when i listen back and i hear some of the stuff i said i was like wow I really have some good to say. <laughs> so I think that was another thing and just kind of like gaining over the my perfectionist tendencies and being like okay girl like at some point you got to go for it or you're always just going to be in like the I wish I could phase mm-hmm. nice did they say that they're turning off all the lights at 45 or 55 I don't remember. We'll wrap up. Okay. okay. I got two questions okay, left, okay. but they're they're pretty they're pretty good. Okay. Okay. So the first one is and this will just be a lighting mm-hmm. for this question. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? <laughs> 17. 17? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Elaborate just a little bit. <laughs> because I feel like maybe I put it a little too low, but we're going to stick with 17. I feel like I still have the boy craziness of a 17 year old girl. Um, I also feel like I, I don't know. I just, my life was like high school, but in a good way. Like, I, like that. I don't know. I feel like the movie version of what we saw as high school when we were mm. growing up is what college feels like for me. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. And then in closing, um, try to answer this in one sentence. I'm interested okay. to see what you can come up with. How do you define success? And actually, I'm just going to leave it right there first. How do you define success? I define success as... I think now I've learned to define success as living life to your own standards. That to me is success. I like that. And did you achieve that this year? 
Yes, I do. Good. Oh, this is such a nice note to end on. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I really try. I put it. In, I put it in a little order as I was reading them. You know, mm. you know, just something like. As you should. But yeah, so that is twenty-one questions for twenty-one years with Kara. Um, thank you so much for having me. I really thank appreciate you for it. <laughs> of course, anytime. Oh, I'm honored to be your first guest. And Anytime. she will be back. <laughs> you see Broderick waiting up. Yep, the boys. Hi. <laughs> All right, Kara. Take it away. All right, y'all. So that was the end of this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got to learn a little bit more about me. I mean, second episode, I feel like we went in a little, you know, went in a little deep. I feel like this was fun. Yeah. We dabble. Not the deep cuts. Yeah, not the deep cuts, but, it, but enough. Some insight. Get a taste. Some, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If y'all liked it, make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. I don't know. The, <laughs> rate, like, and something. Yeah. Um, like share it. Download friends. it. Share yeah, on download. your social media. Yep. Yes. Get her some exposure. She deserves it. <laughs> and if you're looking for sugar baby, I'm here at Brown Rice Ho, um, at gmail.com. Just kidding. I want you. <laughs> So yeah, that was the end of the episode. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>